Sanding, shaping, balancing. For centuries, mastering your instrument meant mastering these crafts too. But now, D'Addario is refining craftsmanship for the 21st century by refining their reeds and mouthpieces with the world's most innovative techniques, so you can spend less time sanding, shaping, and balancing, and more time perfecting your own craft. To learn more about the new era of craftsmanship from D'Addario Woodwinds, visit daddario.com woodwinds. International Podcast Day is September 30th, and you can help spread the word. International Podcast Day is dedicated to promoting podcasting worldwide. You may be asking, what can I do to get involved? It's pretty simple. First, head over to internationalpodcastday.com and check the suggestions. Second, use hashtag podcast day to join in the conversation. Remember September 30th. Now, let's start the conversation. Hi, this is Sean Perrin, and you're listening to episode 35 of the Clarinet Podcast, the show where I discuss all that's new and neat with clarinet with the neatest people in the industry. In today's episode, I'm going to do something very different and very special to celebrate Podcast Day, which is September 30th around the world. I'm actually driving right now, and uh, don't worry, it's fully safe. I uh, have my new microphone set up on a little clip on the dashboard, and I'm not looking at any paper or anything. (laughs) So what that does mean, though, is that I do want you to make sure to check out the show notes at www.clarineat.com make sure you get the most accurate information about what I'm talking about and um, also I think it's really important that I do pay attention to what I'm doing so if I cut out for a second and have to do something here um, that's just the way it is so just to describe the day around me today it's it's pretty rainy and uh, you might hear my window wipers in the background pretty rainy. I'm just driving around to a music workshop actually and the reason I thought it would be kind of fun to do this is because my personal enjoyment and love of listening to podcasts was actually born, sorry for the blinker there, I'll I'll have to leave that on, (laughs) Um, but my personal love of podcasting was actually born probably while driving. I, I do a lot of driving to and from music workshops and Honestly, I've probably listened to hundreds, if not thousands, of episodes of podcasts in the car. Um, So, what is my car, you might wonder? I drive a 2014 Mazda 3 in kind of a dark gray color. It's stick, so you can probably hear me shifting. I really like driving like that. Um, And in Calgary, it's a a pretty big city. It's about 1.1 million people. But um, it's actually very, very spread out. So, if you go... To anyone's house for a lesson or a gig or a music workshop or anything like that really I mean we're talking today's drive will probably be about 40 minutes as I as I get across and uh, there won't be much traffic because it's rather early um, but yeah I mean oftentimes too I go out of town to do workshops and that could entail one and a half hours or two hours of driving sometimes each way to get somewhere and you know, if you're talking a 30-minute podcast episode, you can get through four on a drive if you're really committed. And uh, so you might be wondering, well, you're a musician. Why do you spend so much time listening to podcasts? And it's actually, that's also a pretty interesting question because I I actually found myself at one point always listening to music. It's all I ever did. I was super, like, every time I got in the car, I'd throw on my music. But it got to the point where I was just doing so much music all the time all day long, all evening, just non-stop, that my ears needed sort of a rest, but I, I found that I got kind of restless if it was no sound at all, so what I was enjoying was, was talk radio, but 
I, I found that the problem with radio is you can't choose what you want to listen to. It, it, you're just you're sort of at the mercy of these people that are they're on air there. And so they could be talking about a show that you actually really don't care about, and it just becomes some sort of white noise. And I started to see that as wasted time, um, which it kind of was, because if I was in the car two hours a day, I mean, I want to use that time in a way that's meaningful to me. And that's, I guess, what I really, really love about both podcasting and audiobooks. For some reason, I like podcasting more. It's more personable. Um, reading a book is something I really enjoy more when I'm just sitting in a chair looking at words. I've, I've never taken to audiobooks the same way as other people, but so that's a little bit about me and sort of why I got interested in podcasting. And like I said, this is the place driving to and from places where I really got to know this medium. And it's also the idea where a clarinet was, was probably born if I think about it. So, um, so the next thing I'd like to do is to celebrate international podcast day. They, they put up some suggestions as to what to talk about or what to do. And, uh, so I'm just merging onto a freeway here. Just give me a sec. Um, they talked about some stuff which you might want to do to promote not just your podcast, but the podcasting community in general. And one of the most interesting things about podcasting so far, for me anyways, has been that I have really, really met a lot of great people doing this. I've met Hugh Sung from the Musical Life podcast. I've met Garrett Hope from the Portfolio Composer podcast. I've probably met five or six, maybe even eight or ten other podcasters and, and dozens of clarinetists, obviously, but we sort of have this community now of podcasters and I thought how cool it would be to share some of these podcasts that not only have I been listening to, but I've gotten to know the hosts a little bit with the rest of the clarinet listeners. So. I'm going to give a little bit of a list here of not really my top five, but just sort of volume one, maybe of a series of, of I'll call it like Sean's picks or something, of podcast episodes or, or things that I find interesting or, or would suggest. So I think I've handpicked five here that are pretty relevant to clarinetists. The next list will be more focused on like music publishing and music business and stuff like that. So the very first podcast I'd like to share with everybody is the Clarinet Corner podcast with with uh, with Timothy Phillips. And you know, to be fair, actually, this one's not really a podcast. It's it's actually a, a show on Troy uh, University Radio. Um, for full details, including the timing of this show, check out the show notes. But he features conversations occasionally with. Uh, various artists, including this recent one with Cantor, the mouthpiece manufacturer, and um, he just has a really great sort of sense for talking to these guests, and on the shows that don't have guests, it's it's actually really interesting because it's a selection of music, and you get to enjoy full pieces of, of music. Those episodes typically only happen live, um, but... There are some episodes for streaming on SoundCloud, which is the reason that I'm able to include this in this list of podcasts, is because SoundCloud is technically a, a podcasting medium of sorts. So so the first recommendation is Clarinet Corner with Timothy Phillips, and I'd like to recommend a feature episode, which I've linked to again in the show notes at clarinet.com, and that is the interview with James Cantor. I just really, 
I really enjoyed that one. There's a two-part series, and I've just linked to part one. If you feel like you want to go on, sure. And uh, I just think it's a really, really great show to listen to. So the second show I'd like to recommend, and this one is also clarinet-related, is one called Crossing the Break. And this is a rather new show by Tamari Sager. Um, and as I'm driving here, I can't remember exactly where she teaches and exactly what she does. But she does have a school band program, I believe starting in grade five of clarinets. And so she's become quite skilled at sort of mastering the art of teaching beginner clarinet. So I found this series rather interesting to listen to. And, you know, I know that most professional clarinetists, when they listen to something like this for designed to help really band teachers further their teaching knowledge of clarinet, they're not going to have so much to gain per se, but it is a great insight into another teacher's studio. It gives some really interesting sort of ideas. If you are looking for some new ideas to approach concepts with with students that are maybe different from your own. And uh, yeah, I think that there's some benefit to listening to it for sure, whether or not you're a seasoned pro with some beginner students, or if you're more of a college student. In, in performance looking for more of a pedagogical approach or if you're a band teacher who's kind of like looking for the next sort of step to try and improve your your clarinet section so the uh, episode I'd like to feature of that show is called uh, I believe just the introduction to crossing the break and uh, the name's kind of I like the name it's sort of uh, a play obviously on the the, the, the challenging part for beginners usually with clarinet is getting over that break, right? And I think that for band teachers, uh, a show title like that really, really makes sense. So the third show I'd like to talk about, and uh, without my list with me, I'm actually losing track of the order here, so I might have to go back and <laughs> switch it around on the website later. But um, we've got, let's see, I did Clarinet Corner, Crossing the Break. Another one that's really, really great is A Musical Life by Hugh Sung. And you might remember that Hugh Sung was actually a guest on Clarinet a while back. He talked about his invention, the air turn pedal. And he also talked about just being a collaborative pianist or an accompanist in this day and age and what that kind of means for for him. And of course, we talked about his podcast. His show, uh, it, I like it because it, it's he's a great host, really approachable, really... Uh, really down-to-earth guy and he features the, the original intent of the show I think was to feature musicians from all walks of life um, but fortunately for us they are normally people who are actually quite famous so you get some really interesting insights into the likes of Yo-Yo Ma and he recently had Anthony McGill on there as well the clarinetist obviously from New York Philharmonic and uh, of course that's one of the people I'd like to have on clarinet at some point, so we, I'll look into that, but um, yeah, it's just, a, he, he's got over a quarter million downloads in the first six months, his show has really taken off, and I think just because he's so approachable, the show concept is is so approachable and, and, and fantastic, and he intersperses or intertwines music examples throughout the episode, so if they're talking about something, they'll, they'll play a musical piece excerpt, and I think that works really well as well. Um, as long as you're not listening to the podcast on double speed, <laughs> then it can be a little little jarring. But um, yeah, no, it works out really, really well, and it's a great show, and I'd highly recommend you check it out. Of course, for clarinetists, 
I think that the episode most relevant, most interesting will be the one with Anthony McGill that just aired, I believe, two weeks ago at the time that this aired. So, of course, I'll, I'll put that link up there in the show notes. Another show that's kind of, you know, a little more uh, lighthearted, I must say, and we'll talk about this one before I get to the last one, which I just remembered, um, is one called Time Point Ensemble Podcast. And this show is totally different than the rest. It's not in any way, I don't want to say it's not educational, because it is educational, but it's conversational. That's the word I'm looking for. We've got a, a, a group of people, a group of musicians who are in an ensemble called Time Point, and they basically sit around and talk about music and current events through the lens of music. Now, it's pretty broad. I mean, <laughs> I think that when I, I actually was a guest on the show, because I know these people, they're good friends of mine, and uh, we talked about everything from House of Cards to podcasting to, I mean, I don't even remember, Pokemon Go, I think, came up at one point. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, a, I, I don't know, I, I find the show, maybe it's because I'm, I'm actually friends with these people, but it feels like, when you listen to it, it feels like just sitting around chatting with some of your music friends somewhere and just talking about stuff. Um, it could really be anything. It's a nice break from the other kind of episodes of stuff I listen to because it tends to be more requiring, I don't know, some sort of intent and attention sort of thing. But uh, I don't know. I think the Time Point podcast is, is fun. They're starting to have some interviews on there as well. And um, like I said, I think that the episode I'd like to feature for them right now, just so that you, you guys have some familiarity as far as what's going on, is the one that I was I was on. I believe it's episode five of the Time Point podcast. But yeah, it's a great, great little show. Lots of fun. And uh, oh, one point about it, though, is I, I don't really recommend it's for kids. The, the subject matter is is not censored and the show is not edited in any way so <laughs> whatever comes out comes out and that can include any sort of profanity or off-topic discussion that goes places which I don't think that kids should be going but anyways so the last one I'd like to feature and this is uh, really I'm really pleased to say is now a podcast officially is Ed Joffe's um, I believe he calls it the Woodwind Legacy series or the Wood Woodwind video series or something like that. Check the show notes for more accurate um, accurate description. Like I said, I'd love to be more accurate, but I'm driving right now and I still am. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Ed Joffe, he sits down in New York with some of the really interesting woodwind players. And, and of course, he's a woodwind doubler, a rather, rather renowned one who's written a book on the subject, like probably the book on the subject. And he's also uh, played, you know, probably more shows than we could even count on Broadway and as a doubler and a, he's a fantastic teacher and uh, anyways but he's done this whole series and so really if you think about it what better a person to conduct these interviews than someone who is so intimately involved with the actual scene and he does a great job the show is just really compelling and um, some of the guests include people like Lawrence Feldman and Larry Guy um, and so I think that I'd like to just link to one of those episodes in the show notes here so you can check it out. But the exciting part about this is that they, they are video series. Generally, they've been all videos. But now he's starting to release them as podcasts, which will make them quite a bit easier to consume 
for people who, for example, like me, when I listen to shows or stuff like that, I am normally driving, right? So, I don't know. I'm really excited about that. I hope to find it on iTunes soon, and I definitely look forward to adding it into my more more regular rotation um, as it becomes turned into a podcast, because it's something that I'd love to sit down and listen to, but it's one of those things that you got to, on YouTube, you kind of got to take the time and sit down and, and actually physically do it, whereas when you're driving, it's not like driving allows me to listen mindlessly, but it sort of lets me listen while I'm doing something else and use the time productively. So anyways, um, so there's kind of the top five, or not really top, I guess, but just five podcasts I really enjoy that are music related and clarinet related. Just to summarize, we had uh, Clarinet Corner with Tim Phillips. And um, by the way, that one of the great things about Tim Phillips too is that he is also, of course, a fantastic clarinet player. And when, when he conducts the interviews on there, the they're just great questions because only only the, someone who really does what uh, the job is, I think, can, can conduct this sort of interview so well. And so Ed and, and Jim and, uh, sorry, Ed and Tim, <laughs> they all do really good. You know, even Hugh and everybody, I guess. We all do, they're all doing a great job of, uh, of conducting these interviews. And I guess I like to listen more to interviews of musicians conducted by musicians because they know what's going on. So anyways, before we wrap up, I just want to list those off again. So <laughs> I tried once, but I interrupted myself. We had uh, A Musical Life with Hugh Sung. Now, there's a, they're out of order now, but Musical Life with Hugh Sung, Clarinet Corner with uh, Timothy Phillips. We had Crossing the Break with Tamari Sager. Um, the Time Point podcast with actually various members of Time Point. It changes week to week. And the final one was Ed Joffe with, with, with his Woodwind series. So just five really great shows to check out. I don't want to take away from your clarinet time, but maybe you can add it to your your sort of weekly podcast rotation if you're interested. So in closing, I just want to say thank you to all those people who are also working to generate podcast content. Um, I've really enjoyed getting to meet a lot of these people online, and I think that podcasting is a ton of work, but it's also really a great way to share stuff with the community, and I've learned so much from podcasting, um, physically doing it and listening um, over the years, and I think that it's just something that really deserves to be taken seriously as a broadcasting medium of the 21st century. It's kind of a new thing, and it's a pretty cool thing, because you can really niche down and listen to exactly whatever you want to. Um, as often as you feel and whenever you want. So really, really cool medium. The giveaway for this episode, I talked about it. Uh, oh, no, I didn't talk about it at the beginning. I should have. The giveaway for this episode is going to be all these free episodes that all these great people have put out there in the world for you to enjoy. So I would like you to just take a moment and go check those things out. One big thing, too, if you find that you're enjoying content for podcasts, a huge way you can help out is tell a friend about that episode or that series or the show. You can also head over to iTunes or wherever you listen to the podcast and give it a review. That not only helps give feedback to the person creating the podcast, but helps increase its search rankings in iTunes as well. So hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, I'm actually not sure if I can air it because I've got to now listen to it and, and find out if it's uh, how the audio quality worked probably would have made sense to do a test episode first, but uh, here we are, giving it a go. Um, if you're wondering how I recorded in the car, I'll put a link to this little microphone that I'm using 
in the show notes as well. I'm using a Sure, I think it's an MV88. It hooks up to the iPhone. And I found it gives really good sound quality as long as I choose the proper setting. So I hope I did before I started this. I can't remember now. <laughs> I'll have to go back and check. But thanks so much for listening to Clarinet. October, we have some absolutely fantastic interviews lined up. I really... Wow, I can't say enough about them. We've got, uh, well, I won't give it all away here, but there's two coming up with Bakun Musical Services, one with Maury Bakun himself, and one with Ed Jaffe, one with a guy named Seth Haynes, who just wrote a book about music um, in the music business, and he's actually going to be um, featuring, well, he did feature me on an episode of his show, actually, which is kind of cool, too, but I'm going to try and do a more thorough uh uh, I'm going to try and include him in the next series of podcast recommendations that I put out. And, um, and yeah, so this has been really an interesting drive, I must say. It's been pretty clear with the traffic. I haven't run into anything, literally, so that's good. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, and for those who are wondering, I'm only about halfway to my destination. So shows just how long a drive really is. Not only can you listen to podcasts on a drive, you can even make one, it's so long, so, yeah, Calgary's a pretty spread out city, so, oh, one last thing, if you've managed to listen to this point in the show, I assume that you're uh, really into podcasts and that you're enjoying Clarinet, and I thank you for that, so as part of uh, International Podcast Day, I'd like to also thank the listeners, of course, and I'm wondering if you could post in the comments below, what is your top five list of podcasts like? Do you listen to any other podcasts? Is, is this your first episode of Clarinet even? Like what else What else do you listen to? Um, just post them below because I'm always interested to learn more and, and check out more podcasts all the time. Although one of the difficult and, and sort of sad things about making a podcast is that you unfortunately don't have as much time to take in podcasts as you want um, anymore because oftentimes when I'm driving, I'm actually editing or listening to a, another episode to make sure it's good before airing or something now. But, but oh well, I think it's, uh, it's worth it, and I really enjoy doing this, and I thank the community so much for listening and giving me the chance to provide this to everyone. Of course, this episode was brought to you by Daria Woodwinds, and it would not have been possible without their support. I'm really, really appreciating what they've done for Clarinet, and I hope we... Uh, I hope that you guys are enjoying the show as well. So, this episode was brought to you by Daria Woodmans, and thank you so much for listening to the Clarinet Podcast. Sanding, shaping, balancing. For centuries, mastering your instrument meant mastering these crafts too. But now, Daria is refining craftsmanship for the 21st century by refining their reeds and mouthpieces with the world's most innovative techniques. So you can spend less time sanding, shaping, and balancing, and more time perfecting your own craft. To learn more about the new era of craftsmanship from Daddario Woodwinds, visit daddario.com woodwinds.